0: And if you're listening to this episode of Asian Boss Girl, while out for a run or gearing up for your at-home workout, now's the time to get your warm-up in before we start the show. Make sure you stretch out those hamstrings and triceps too. I'm just looking out for you. Enjoy. Hi, everyone.
2: My name is Helen. I'm Mel. And I'm Janet. And welcome to ABG, a podcast for the modern-day Asian American woman.
3: I can't believe this is happening right now. I feel like we've been talking about this for a long time. (laughs) Yes, it's okay. But it's happening. It's actually happening. happening.
1: Yeah. Today, we're going to be talking about um, discussing and defining ABG and why we chose this name for our podcast and what we hope to accomplish with the podcast, which is to redefine that name. Um, I think one of the hardest things, honestly, with starting a
3: podcast for us was figuring out the name.
1: Yeah. Um, We definitely talked a lot about what we wanted to cover, the kind of conversations we wanted to have. But how do we land on a title that captures all of that, right? Exactly. How do we find a name that captures who we are, which is mm-hmm. three Asian American women? Uh, so we're in our 20s and 30s. We work nine to five jobs. Uh, we date or we're in relationships. Or oh, do we, really? So basically, we wanted to talk about um, everyday topics and in a very open, Unfiltered way, kind of like having girl talk in our, you know, in our happy hours or something. Um, so, you know, naturally, we're going to probably cover some somewhat controversial topics, and we might offer some perspectives that are a little bit um, subversive. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think we were trying to think, okay, what kind of term would captivate that kind of dichotomy of like, you know, Asian female, kind yeah. of controversial. Yeah, and I think the name ABG, it,
2: it kind of just came to us. And we were thinking, okay, that sounds a little risky At first, we were like, uh, maybe that's not what we want to sort of give portray off. and yeah. give off right off the bat. People might roll their eyes at it. And some people did roll their eyes at us when we, uh, when we mentioned our podcast name. Okay, so
3: let's talk about what an ABG is. Well, according to the most reliable source, Urban Dictionary, of course, an acronym for an Asian baby girl, meaning Asian female gangster, ABGs like to hang with gangsters and wear thin, slutty clothing. They like to jump other girls who talk shit, and make out with their boyfriends twenty-four-seven. Maybe even have sex. Ooh, Ooh sex. <laughs> Usually, own sidekicks who also like to text frequently. Okay, how old is this
2: Urban Dictionary definition? Sidekicks are like so two thousand what four? Did you own a sidekick,
1: Helen? I did. Oh, I, think I was you. an ABG back then.
2: Back then, oh. yes.
1: So. I'm on Google right now and I just Googled Asian baby girl, but I spelled it with the B B Y spelling. And some of the images I'm getting, um, lots of really thick eyeliner, Mm -hmm. probably false lashes, maybe double
3: lashed. Oh, for sure. Oh, yes. (laughs) And I'm also
1: seeing here a lot of um, tight, minimal clothing. Like, I don't know if I could call this clothing. (laughs) Is it like a bra? Yeah, lots of like lingerie type stuff. Um, lots of kind of like not really smiling at the camera, but looking a little bit, a like little she bit badass, it, right? but also oh. kind of like looking innocent. Mm-hmm. So I think that there's the Asian baby girl has this kind of like interesting combo where she kind of like pushes and takes advantage of the like, Oh, I'm innocent and I'm feminine and I'm really like, you know, like vulnerable. Um, but then you look, there's like so much about her like makeup and, and her clothing that looks like very hard and kind of intimidating. Yeah. I'm looking
2: at hashtags on, uh, on a on Instagram for ABG, and I see a lot of, a lot of side boob, and a, lot of, mm-hmm. a lot of butts, a lot of butts. <laughs> this is what people are going to think of us
1: as if they see our podcast name and see ABG. Well, I mean, you know, each of you guys have your different experiences with growing up, um, like with this term. Like, do you does do these images match kind of what you thought an ABG was?
3: Well, let's ask Helen, who says she was oh, an ABG. You were probably,
1: yeah, you were the the one of the, of us three that kind of was the most closely tied to this
0: I'm persona.
1: <laughs> I'm blushing right now. Um, I would say
2: yes, I did define um, myself as an ABG, and I would say this was maybe about middle school. So what is that, Whoa. like 12 or 13? Oh, my 13. God. Little Helen, such a Super gangster. young, but I was part of this, um, uh, it's like a little gang group. It's just like a group of girls. A gang group? But, yeah,
1: we call ourselves XTC Alright, <laughs> oh. what does yes. that mean? No, naming naming your crew yes. was is also a big thing
2: with like that's three letters. Yeah. Can you,
3: what does XTC
2: stand for? It didn't stand for anything. XTC, obviously, what it oh. would mean. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> this is
1: so A B N. It is. It is. abgs So some of that risky behavior.
2: Actually, not very risky. risky did you guys behavior. take ecstasy? We maybe did that's not. Everywhere. No, no, no. Okay. we didn't do anything <laughs> bad. But we did have this other like our enemy group was called T A G. Which is tiny Asian girls. Oh, wow. so they're like TAG ABGs. But How we. Like- Helen we is. Guys are so curious. Sorry. <laughs> no, this,
3: like, I, this is so interesting to me because um, I'm. I don't. I'll go into my story later. But you grew up in Boston. I did. Is this a Boston ABG thing?
2: Um, I think it was a very much like an inner city sort of like growing up
1: mm. in that area kind of thing. So what about Mel? What was your experience with ABG?
3: Well, actually, I was talking to a friend about this. Um, I'm actually the youngest one here, so I'm 26 so I didn't really I don't think I really grew up heavily in the AZN culture yeah so like looking back in my high school and my middle school I didn't there wasn't I didn't know what ABG was it wasn't until college that we're like oh like people are like oh that girl she's an ABG and I was like oh what is that and then um so my college roommates were Vietnamese American and so they defined ABG back at home so I'm from the Bay Area okay yep so I'm near like I'm near San Jose, and so to them, I, uh, my roommates even Vietnamese American and ABG is those coffee shop girls.
1: Hmm,
2: Interesting.
3: I actually don't know what that means. The coffee shop girls are the girls that we saw on Google who are like, like very Scantily voluptuous. It's kind yeah. of like the Asian version of Hooters, oh, and they okay. serve you that's, coffee. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And they're young, and they're very attractive. They're all Asian. So I was like, oh, that's an ABG. Mm. And so that's what I thought an ABG was in college. And then it kind of evolved because in college, all the Asian American girls start dressing alike, you know, and the term basic arose. Yeah. And so the term basic is what I associate ABG with. Interesting. Yeah. So that's what my definition was. Okay.
1: So Janet, you grew up in Orange County. I did. So um, for anyone who might know of Orange County Mission Viejo specifically, uh, it's very white. (laughs) So, um, But because I am, you know, full Chinese and I have family in the LA area, like Roland Heights, where there is a lot of the Asian American community, and, um, the, you know, the the Asian culture was super big there, and I had cousins my age, so, like, on the weekdays, I would be in Mission Viejo, and, like, my everyday was around kind of, like, I had no concept of, like, Asian American culture, and then going to LA on the weekends and hang out with my cousin and her friends, um, and she definitely, this was, like, I'm in my 30s, so she was very heavy in, like, how Urban Dictionary defines it, I totally could see um, you know, like her and her friends would go to raves. They were, um, really hard in like the party scene. Um, love to dr- like they loved shopping and clothes and that kind of stuff and like makeup. Um, but you know, like when someone, when we were talking about the, the name ABG, I didn't know it off the cuff. Like I was like, ABG, what is that? But then the moment you started to describe that, I was like, Oh, that's what that was. Right. Because generally speaking, I'm not really or, I don't know, I felt like I kind of come from a little bit of a whitewashed mm-hmm. background.
3: Janet actually thought an ABG was a glass in a bottle. I don't know about you, but it feels like
0: a lot of my friends are now getting on that baby train. If you have a friend who is also expecting or have little ones still in diapers, I always recommend Pampers Swaddlers. With Pampers Swathers, you can also rest assured that this diaper will prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Swathers has dual leak guard barriers at the legs to help protect where leaks happen most. And they have a blowout barrier, which is an innovative back pocket built into the diaper to help prevent those messy leaks up the back. Did you know that on average, babies will use up to 8,000 plus diapers before becoming potty trained? That is a lot! That's why Pampers Diaper Stash is the hottest baby gift for 2024. So give a gift to a loved one that says, we see you and we've got you. Pampers Diaper Stash is an online diaper fund that all parents with little ones will love. You can organize friends and family to contribute to a group gift of an online stockpile that never has to run out. Pampers Diaper Stash is great because it takes the guesswork out of choosing what size and how many diapers to gift. It's so easy to do and it's the gift that always fits.
3: Date now on Bumble.
2: I mean, <laughs> and she was totally for that
1: name, too. Yeah, like, yeah yes. I was like, well, okay. I mean, we're just throwing acronyms. I'm like, that works. And it could, it could work.
3: <laughs> Me and Helen are laughing. We're like, no, lady. It's a
1: <laughs> All right. Now that I have Asian baby girl in my search history on my work laptop, <laughs> and I have a thorough understanding of what other people think of it, um, Girls, do you like what parts of these do you relate to, or do you see in yourselves, or do you see yourself in in this at all?
2: Um, I think for me, the whole gangster side of it is—it's probably has probably left my uh, my soul and my body from from <laughs> middle school days. But I think a little bit of that sort of confidence and edginess is yes. probably still there. Where it's you know, if anyone you know
3: messes with my friends or with myself, then yeah, you got to stay away from Helen. I saw her put a guy in a headlock. It's very scary. Run away, <laughs> run away, men, please. Um, but for me, I actually uh, relate to the clothing part of an ABG. Yeah, I do just being confident. like the it's clothing hot in part, there. right? Yeah,
1: the part that I do relate to a little bit is maybe the edginess. Uh, I do have piercings. Um, I used to have like different types of hairstyles, like short hair, haircuts and stuff. Um, and I have been told that I have a really, really severe rusting bitch face. So I'm sure for the people that <laughs> if you catch me on a bad day when I'm moody, like I won't. I'm not like physically offensive, but I will probably make you feel like shit. Just oh my by God. looking. at have never so. seen I, I know, <laughs> I've, I've never I, seen that side of me. I'm staring
3: at Jenna like, are you for real? I'm trying, I'm trying to pull it out of her face.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, because you guys hang out with me as friends. But Thank if God. I if you're you know, if it's like a really bad day at work or if I'm running errands and, you know, things are real I, I will I can be pretty demeaning, which is bad. I'm not proud of that. So <laughs> So I think just going through these definitions, I think we all sort of
2: define with an A B G at least parts of it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. We're sort of this modern ABG now, but at the same time, we've kind of grown up from that, from the qualities that are on our Google searches and Instagrams (laughs) all over our work laptops. But that's the reason why we wanted to pick ABG as our name because we're redefining the acronym to be more Asian Boss Girls.
1: Exactly. And if you look at a lot of, like... The, the qualities that we've um, gone through, they can be perceived as negative, but in different contexts, it can actually be really positive, right? So like when, um, when Mel's saying, I dress this way, it, instead of it being slutty, it's really, it's a woman in command of her sexuality. Mm-hmm. And when Helen is like, you know, like she works like a super corporate job and she will put a guy in a headlock, is she bossy? Or is she really just a strong leader and a strong woman? Um, and, you know, instead of being gangster, are you just really a, an assertive person who's in command?
3: I'm like totally nodding my head as she's saying, like, yes, girl, you preach it. You preach it.
2: And I think for us, the real motivation behind it is that there's such a great movement right now for women and women's yes. voices. There's t- a lot of talk about Girl Boss and Nasty Gal from yeah. Sophia Amoroso and then Hillary Clinton in a presidential election. Yeah. Women's marches throughout all of the country all of the world. Yes. Our voices are definitely being heard right now. But I think for us, what it is, is that the Asian American female
1: voice isn't as loud as just the overall women's voice. We identify with a lot of these movements, and we think that being Asian-American specifically, there will be girls out there who will
3: connect maybe more strongly with some of our particular uh, perspectives. I think for us, we also talked about how within the Asian-American women's voice, there's so many different kinds of voices out there that we wanted to share our separate stories as well. Helen, why for you did you want to start this? I know we're running out of time, but I want to get this in.
2: I I work in a very white-dominated corporate workforce um, and for me I've just never had I guess I would say that role model within the firm within my team alone across the nation there's probably one or two female Asians at the top at the partner level so no one that I could really identify with and it's mostly been sort of the white men in my firm that I would have to socialize with so for me it's more just having another voice out there maybe there's someone else who's just getting out of school going into a corporate job. And they th- they feel the same because when I started, I didn't really have anyone to, to look up to. So that's why I want to do this.
1: So this is something that the three of us have all discussed offline is that, you know, there is a presence of Asian-American women in media. But a lot of them um, are in very, you know, specific industries. They're in fashion. They're in beauty. They're, they work in YouTube. Um, so for girls like us that work in different types of jobs in various industries and have maybe more of like a 9-to-5 lifestyle – um, I don't think that there's really um, you know someone speaking for those people. And so that to me, I thought was a really unique like lacking that we could we could help fill. Um, and also in the Asian American community, as I mentioned before, I grew up in Orange County. Um, and I always felt like I wasn't quite Asian enough or like I'm a little too whitewashed. And so you know, there the the spectrum of Asian American, ism is really broad and I think that there's um you know there needs to be a little bit more representation of the nuances
3: um how how about you Mel what about you I think um the Asian American community has been like a second family to me so I really care about the Asian American issues Um, I do come from a creative world like I'm a blend of I guess Janet I come in the creative world but then I had to move to corporate and so do that corporate lifestyle I did have to I didn't have the ability to really listen to stories anymore like I did when I was freelancing. So this is my like way to get back into the Asian American, you know, empowerment movement to give a voice out there to other women out there. So
2: we all bring in different perspectives. And we just want to get into raw, unfiltered conversations about Asian American women going through a unique set of obstacles in
3: dating, work, family, sex, Yeah, we really want to talk about things that aren't really spoken about in the public eye. I feel like, in a sense, Asian American women are taught culturally to kind of be quiet about these topics. Exactly. But it's important to share and to discuss. And
1: we don't, you know, we're not here to be preachy or push an agenda. We just want to share conversations that we
3: have with each other so that other people can hear and relate. As a preview for episode two, our topic is going to be the modern day player, the fuck boy. I'm so excited.
1: Uh I have some stories for that one. Mel looks like she has some stories, too. She has the largest smile on her face right now. I just feel like the
3: most interesting stories come from the fuckboy, unfortunately. So I'm excited to dive into that next episode. We'll be defining him, talking about personal
1: stories that we've had. Who is he? Yeah. Where is he? How to avoid him, maybe? (laughs) I know where he is. (laughs) Yeah, so I guess that wraps the end of our first episode, ladies. Oh my gosh. Cheers. Cheers Cheers to that. We are revealing to you now that we've been drinking this whole time, liquid courage to get through our first recording. Um... Yeah, but if you guys have any topics you want us to cover or questions that you might have, if you want to send us a message to three lovely Asian-American
3: ladies. This uh, is not (laughs) Craigslist ad, Janet.
1: But please feel free to reach us at asianbossgirl at gmail.com. As it's spelled, not A-Z-N. And check us out on our website, asianbossgirl.com. And if you enjoy the podcast, please share with your friends. All right. All right. That's big it. sigh, guys. Thank you guys Woo! so much. For anyone who's listened to the end, we so appreciate. And we hope you'll come back and check us out more.
3: Yes. Thank you so much. Like so much. See you guys on the fuck boy episode. Bye.
1: Bye. Bye. <laughs>